Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano, and welcome to Faith for Today. Now today our message, we're looking at filled, and we're looking at uh, what happened and occurred early on in the church and is happening today. Now let's go together, if you would, with me to Ephesians 5, verses 18, 18 through 20, and we're talking about filled. Thank you, Lord. And I appreciate your faith working together with us. These things that we're ministering, we have not ministered like this, in this way. And so um, I'm entrusting that the Father is helping us to see what we have not seen, to go beyond my understanding, and uh, that you and I will get what's of Him, what is His. He's so faithful. And so here in Ephesians 5, 18, we see, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Don't be filled to excess with the wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, he had just got done in the 17th verse. It says, Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So the will of the Lord was that they not be in excess of alcohol, but in excess filled of the Spirit. And he continued and said, Speaking to yourselves. Thank you, Lord. In Psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs. He didn't get done talking about being filled with the Spirit. He didn't get... Now, notice this. Why say, don't be drunk with wine? You could say beer. You could say uh, vodka. You could say any given alcohol. Don't be drunk with that, wherein is excess, but... Be filled with the Spirit. Why in the same context talk about not being drunk in alcohol, but being completely filled in Spirit, the Holy Spirit? If there was no relation between the two, you wouldn't talk about them connectively, in, connect, in connection, if there was no relation. So he's saying, you know, don't give yourself and completely fill yourself in excess with alcohol, but fill yourself by the Spirit of God and do it. He has not stopped. The next verses are telling us more about how you and I can fill ourselves with the Holy Spirit to continue. And it's no different in connection from drinking. If you and I were to drink in excess of alcohol, we need to fill our cup again. We need to get another glass. We need to get another bottle. We need to, now some people, religious minds won't like this because they'll think, man, you're talking about, the scriptures are talking about the alcohol and they're talking about the spirit and God through the scriptures. Is telling us, don't be in excess in drinking that, but be in excess. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves, 
in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. It reminded me, Brother Kenneth E. Hagin. He said that um, in harder times of his life, he would find himself sometimes through the night speaking out in psalms. And he, in, if you read some of his literature that the Lord allowed him to, uh, to produce, to publish, he would actually write in some of those. I believe one of the books that he does this, if you're interested, is a book entitled Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. And he, would, he actually printed some of those that the Lord had given him that he liked. And he said a lot of them, they wouldn't rhyme. And I think he would be one of the first ones to tell you he wasn't as musically inclined. He wasn't as, you know, he'd make a joyful sound to the Lord. But he did not allow that to keep him from singing and making melody in his heart to the Lord. And he I remember him saying that through the literature, through those things that in some of the hard points and times in life, the Lord would lead him sometimes through the night to sing in psalms and to sing in spiritual songs. Just out of his spirit, he'd be talking to God, he'd sing to God, and there'd be these things coming up and then he'd look back and he'd go, that's right along with the Bible. That's right along with scriptures. And it was doing something in him. He was filling and filling and filling and cup after cup and bottle after bottle. He was filling himself. And the Spirit of God was coming in him and moving through him and flowing as he was speaking to himself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Why am I saying this? Because God will do this for you and for me. This is scriptural. This is his way that we not be overtaken in an excess of the alcohol, but we will quickly fill our cup, the Holy Spirit, and take more and take more and be overflowing, be filled with the Spirit. And he continues here in these verses. Thank you, Lord. I sense it already. Thank you, Lord. Singing and making melody in whose heart? In our heart. No one can fill us for us. And this is not just talking about being filled once and then continuing through our filling and filling. I mean, if someone's really a drinker, I know many of us, we've come from backgrounds before Christ days. We don't look back at them much, but we knew some of us in that old nature and the old men and women, that old life knew how to put them down, knew how to be a drinker. And so it wasn't enough that we drank one, one day, one point in time. No, we'd find points in time, get home from work, maybe some of them before then, we knew how to fill ourselves, And God is saying, listen, men in this world, and, and this is something to see, why connect it? Alcohol in our society is a big deal. Many give themselves continually. Their weekends are set around. Their nights are set around what they're going to drink, 
where they're going to drink, who they're going to drink with. And I'm not saying I'm for or against any. What I'm saying is there's a connection between drinking in excess and being filled with the Spirit. And why such a desire and such a, a formidability around this drinking, this world? They call it spirits. Why this great desire, as soon as you turn 21, to fill yourself with spirits? Because, yes sir, because it's like God. In God's way. It is a weak, yes sir, it is a weak, um, I'm looking for the best way and I know the Lord's helping us. It's a weak resemblance of what you can have. And people wonder, I, tomorrow my wife and I, we've seen this, there have been times We'll be at a wedding or we'll be at a place like this or that and they're serving alcohol and we have no desire. None. And again, many of us, we've come from other backgrounds where their, the desire was there. It used to be. Them people are dead and gone. And that desire could be, doesn't have to be today. And they would look at us, I've seen it, and they, they wonder why we don't, why we don't drink. And some as, if you continue in this way long and long enough, you start realizing they kinda are surprised that you don't. And some of the surprise as well is that you're having a good time. And tomorrow and I, we know how to have some fun. And we'll be at a wedding and not a drop of alcohol and yet on the dance floor and enjoying ourselves not disrespectful but having a good good time you know what this does it makes God look good when we show you want to enjoy life come to God know God and you will drink what this world cannot give you you will get a bottle that they cannot pack you will get a glass that they cannot fill. You will get what they can't give and you will live like they can. And it might displease some of them and they may wonder, but at the end, it'll bring them close to the knowing of God. Yeah, not a drop, but boy, did we have a good time because we were filled. And what we did not have in alcohol, we got in the spirit. And we didn't miss a beat. And you'll see throughout the church, this is likened to the spirit in our lives. That we are so loose, we are lubricated. That's why they drink the alcohol. They want to loosen up. They want to wind down. They want to let their hair down. They want to enjoy and have a good time. And they just need a little lubrication, a little looseness. So fill the cup. And you and I don't have to fill that natural cup a single bit. And we can have this lubrication of our spirit and our soul continually. How? Speaking to ourselves. Thank you, Lord.
in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart. We do this to the Lord. He likes to hear you. You don't have to be in a perfect key. You don't have to harmonize it. It's the heart that makes it acceptable and makes it where he enjoys it. He'll see inside and he'll hear it and (laughs) it will overcome. The right heart will overcome the wrong note, the wrong tune. You don't have to be perfect in your tune. With the right heart, it'll synchronize and it'll please God. And he continues and says, giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is in direct connection with the making melody in your heart. The thankful heart is connected with the filled in the spirit. And when you and I will always give God thanks and there will always be praise in our mouth and we'll always be in this place to fellowship with him and sing unto him and fill and fill by the spirit of God. We're good witnesses (laughs) and we enjoy. We will enjoy. Why is it? That so many go to the bar. Because, man, it looks like they're having a good time over there. Bright shining lights, and they're all laughing and giggling and carrying on. And you're not seeing what's going to become 12 hours later. (laughs) You're not seeing what that alcohol is doing to the liver. You're not seeing anything that's happening as they pour it. But you're seeing the environment. You're seeing the atmosphere. Christians, this is what we're called to. There ought to be the world looking over at us and going, man, they are having a good time. They are enjoying themselves. Man, what's going on? Let's go over there. Let's see what's going on. Let's, and let's poke our heads in. And they see how to live. Why? Because we are filled. We're filled. Hallelujah. Let's go together to Acts chapter 2. And we're going to look at verse number 1 through 7 to start. Acts 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, it's okay. (laughs) You know, we're told not to drink and be in excess of the wine, but to be filled with the Spirit. So he's saying, don't drink excess of the wine. You could say, drink excess of the Spirit. Drink excess. Drink too much of the Spirit of God. Don't drink too much of the alcohol, but do drink too much of the Spirit. Allow yourself to drink more and more and let more and more of Him in and flood through and pour through, flood out. Let you slosh around in some of His holy living water. And let's look here in two, Acts 2, verse 1 through 7. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Yes, sir. Let me read to you. I'm going to read Acts 1, 5 before this. This will give some light as well. And Acts 1, 5 says, For John, they were told, Wait for the promise of the Father, which says he, You have heard of me. 
Now, they were told this by Jesus. Wait for the promise of the Father. And the fifth verse says in Acts 1, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, or you could say Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Now, Acts 2.1, So they are waiting for this promise, to be baptized, to be filled with the Spirit. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled, hear that, filled. Does God want to fill you? Yes. Filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared to them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's the knowing of what to speak. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. They're thinking, how in the world do these Jews know my language? The Spirit. The Spirit of God. When you're filled with the Spirit of God, you're filled with the knowing of Him. You're filled with the ability of Him. You're filled to a place where you can do things that can only be done by God's Spirit. You enter into a place that is so limitless and loosely able to receive and to dispense by the helping that can only come by God's Spirit. And they're completely receiving and dispensing a language that they never learned. Hallelujah. And so these men and women are wondering, this multitude is wondering, they don't understand it. How do these speak in our language? Seventh verse says, And they were all amazed, and they marveled, saying one to another, Look, behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Don't these come out of Galilee? How do they know this language? How? Now let's go to verses, let's look at verses 13 through 21. And it says that, um, so this is going on, and it continues here in 13. It says that there were these that were amazed. It also says again in the 12th verse, now the 13th says, others mocking. There were those that were amazed, and there were those that mocked. And those that mocked, they were saying this, these men are full of new wine. Now, new wine must have made you a little bit batty, a little bit different. They're saying, man, these are, they, they've been drinking some new wine. They're acting different. They just got filled with the Holy Spirit. And men, natural men and women, coming together think, these people are drunk. They are drunk. They've been drinking new wine. Now, what is the response of God? The 14th verse says, But Peter, 
standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, and he slurred. And he stumbled upon his words. And he could not intelligibly speak. You want to know one of the benefits to being filled with the Spirit? And drinking in, and drinking in, is that in a moment's notice, when God needs you to speak, it is intelligible. It is gracious. And you're not stumbling on your words, you know, you're not slurring and stammering. You are quick to speak well. And this is difference between drunk natural and drunk supernaturally. You get some of the same benefits of the natural without the limitations. Can you see this? In a moment's notice, he's sober and he's speaking. And he tells them by the Spirit of God, he, he's standing up with the eleven. He lifted up his voice and said to them, You men of Judea and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known to you and hearken, listen to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose. He didn't say they're not drunk. He says these aren't drunk like you think they are. These are not, it's not been the new wine like you think. They're not drunk like you think, which means they are drunk. They are drunk. They are drunk in the spirit. They are filled with the spirit. They're not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but they are filled with the spirit. They're not drunk as you think. They're not drunk as you suppose. Hallelujah. He said, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. How much? Who does God want to pour out on? Everyone. Where many are longing for another drink, God is longing to pour out on them in this way. He said, I'm going to pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. And he's telling us, he's giving us light. Notice, filled with the Spirit and receiving revelation. Filled with the Spirit and having knowing of what to say and how to say it and knowing the telling of the times. And you see it here. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. We're going to be drinking right up until His return. He wants to fill and fill and fill and fill till He comes back and goes, there's that drunk group that I've been pouring out on. Come to me. Let's go home. And we're ready to go. He wants us to enjoy our time here. 
to be so filled of him that as we do the work here, we're not missing a drop. We're not missing any of the flow. We're drinking continually living water that the Holy Spirit is continually able to fill us and fill us and fill us. We're not depleted. We're overflowing. Hallelujah. And the overflowing of the Spirit is the overflowing of the knowing. And this connection, it enables us to tap in to what's His and quickly release by His helping what's His. And it wins this world. It brings them near, brings them to God. Hallelujah. And he continued and said, Thank you, Lord. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. And he begins ministering more in depth. And many come to the Lord right there by these words and by the witness of what's going on here. They saw newness of life like others had not. It made them marvel. It made them wonder. How in the world are these entering into this way of life? How did they know that language? How did they, how are they praising God in a language they don't know? How do they, you want to live outside of what you know? You want to live outside of what you can do? You want to go into some deep waters? Drink, drink, fill and allow yourself to be filled. Speak to yourself. In psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, give thanks to God all the time. Allow Him to fill and fill and fill. And sooner or later, it will spill. It will overflow. Your cup will run over and it will power out over top them. And they will think, I want some. I need some. Let me have some. And they will assuredly come to this God that we so graciously know, our Father, our Lord Jesus, because we have tapped into what they have been so desiring after. And it's why they keep filling and filling that cup. And yet it's not enough. It's not enough because it's filled with the wrong stuff. Can you see it? I know you can. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're, we're coming close on time. Hallelujah. <laughs> and there's, there's no way I'm getting through all these notes. So I pray you want to come drink some more. Will you come drink with me sometime? Will you come on and fill your cup with me again soon? Let's go to uh, where we started and we'll close there. Let's go to... I got to make sure I'm... Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect in tune and in tone. God sees our heart. And if it's been hard, cast all the care over on Him. Forget about that stuff. And start just touching on what you're thankful for. Close your eyes. Shut off the world if you need to. And give God thanks. And start just speaking out of your heart to Him. Start fellowshipping with Him. This, you know, praise is the highest form of prayer. And when you and I enter into this, 
We start allowing the Spirit of God to move in and amongst us in the way He so desires. And this world needs it. This world is desperately looking for sons of God who are filled like this. Ephesians 5. Thank you, Lord. And I'm going to go to that 7. No. Yes, sir. Let's go to verse 15. Hallelujah. Right before this, it says he's talking to children of light. And he tells us, he says, Wherefore, he says, Awake you that sleep. Christians need to hear this. Verse number 14. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Wake up. And he continues and says, See that you walk, 15th verse, circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Yet, if we go back to Acts, that could have looked foolish. The wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. But what looks foolish to this world can very well be the very wisdom of God. And we are to walk as wise. The 16th verse says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, don't be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You want to know what God's will is for you? Don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. This is what God wants for us. Speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I sense that's all our time for today, but I'm believing you'll come back more. Come. Fill your cup again with us. There's more to see here. We love you. We bless you. And we will see you soon. Thank you, Lord.